like I'm only as funny as I can be when when uh, Casey's around. This is we're actually doing this, where we're finding people from all communities. We're actually doing innovative things to help connect, educate, and inspire. Well, welcome to episode 24 of We're Actually Doing This. This is a host, co-host episode. Dana and I have you guys all alone. We do not have a guest this week, but we do have topics that we want to talk about. So welcome, Dana, to the podcast. Hey, Casey. It's good to be here with you. Episode right 24. You know, right. we started off the school year with with a whole host of people that just lined up, that just showed up out of Twitter and we did a really good job. Of, back. Yeah. We did a really good job of reaching out to these people too. But you know what? A lot of times though, too, is that yes, there are some huge topics that you want to talk about, but there are things happening within our own world that we would like to share too that are happening. So I think is this that, gonna be is this gonna be the cliche thankful and grateful episode? Or? Yes, exactly. We're gonna yeah, <laughs> it's, it's turkey, turkey day weekend. We're gonna spend a little time. Maybe we'll put a plug here and there about things that we're grateful or thankful for because you know what? I am thankful that even though it is Wednesday and we usually record on a different day, that that we were able to find the time to get together to make sure that we put another episode out because yes, we had a little hiatus there and now we're back, at least for, for now, for today. Yeah. If you go back to the survey of uh do we have a guest in a plan or we just have a conversation? It was fifty fifty, so well, we, we have, should be okay. I wrote it down on a green piece of construction paper. So okay. I'm sitting at my kid's drawing table right now, and I did write our plan down, although I did probably a little more doodling than writing actual words. But um, it's here. We have a plan. Might not be a long one, but we do have something planned. Uh, well, that's good. Well, it's good to be here, and I am thankful for this the opportunity to get together and talk about what's going on in our worlds and how we're uh, engaging with our communities and just happy to have our audience, the tremendous 12, unlucky 13, whatever we're calling them this week. <laughs> we appreciate you joining us. Exactly. So first off, I was going to spend some time talking about something we did that was pretty cool. It's been in the, in the works uh, since the start of the year. So we have our site team, which is a group of teacher leaders and our school principal um, similar to other buildings in our district, but um, one of the uh, teachers came up with an idea for interest groups. So the vision is to have the entire school get together, talk about our own teacher interests, what we like, you know, if it was kind of springtime or something and the maple syrup is running, I could do a little interest group on maple syrup. Um, well, that's not happening right now, but we still wanted to get started. And my team of third grade teachers is one of the most we're probably the most flexible people for sure in our building and maybe even across the district of like making plans and changing them and working together to do something so we wanted to try this out so um okay so it you've got interest the site team that you're all going to have an interest group is, yeah so teacher focused or well Dude. it's student focus but it is with a like it's an interest 
of the teacher that they would like to share with the kids. Oh, so, like a J term. Yeah. So <clears throat> what, I mean, like I said, the long-term vision is to make this a school-wide deal. So the kids can have a sign-up sheet or if we do a Google form or something, they fill it out. Once a, a quarter or? That's what we had planned. Yeah. So okay, um, we're actually going to be doing it. Our group, we're kind of just piloting it more or less the third grade team. So we gave the kids three options. We're going to run one. We ran one today. Um, and then we are going to run the same. So I will teach the same interests again another time because we gave the kids two options. So coming now before winter break, we'll do it again for a second time with a different group of kids. So, I mean, it would be cool also in the future, like us running it as a pilot, like we'll be able to see, hey, do, should I have more time for this? Should I meet with the same group again another time? Because I think we could build on it. And that's something that I guess, um, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. Like what we did today, I sent kids home, like, Hey, here's an idea of something. If you, if you can bring this back to me, bring it back to me. So my group for this, so we had, we had four different groups because we have four third grade teachers. So, um, one of the groups was 3d stencils. So they were making on a 3d printer, they were printing out stencils for drawing. Oh, that's what that tweet was about. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, so yeah, Zach McDermott, at Zach, McDermott. Yeah, at Zach McDermott, he, he had a post about his, he, he was messing around. He really didn't actually figure out how to do it until today. So like how many teachers in the world would have went home the night before and be like, I still don't know how to do this. I'm changing up. I'm doing, I'm doing something different. Right. Zach's, yeah. Uh, I'll figure it out. So that goes back to the flexibility deals. Like, Hey, be flexible. And you know what it showed. And he had that in his tweet that like the kids are seeing him learning that he's trying to talk himself his way through it, the process of how he's going to actually do that. And the kids were watching him through the whole thing. So they figured it out. So that was one of them was the, um, 3d stencils and Zach did figure it out and he actually had time to work with the kids on that. Um, we had another one where the, uh, students were tying dog and cat toys up with like, um, blankets or old t-shirts or whatever. Um, we had, um, geometric painting. So they put some tape down and they painted pictures. And then, um, I did Pokemon of course, because we have a million different kids in our school that want to play with their Pokemon cards all the time. Well, I'm going back to some of the early days of this podcast. We are Nintendo kids. Yeah. On came out when I was probably in third grade. So it was something that was super popular when I was young. I had, you know, I had the Game Boy Color with, with the gold version. I had the original Game Boy with the red and blues or whatever. So I know enough about it my kids into it. So I know enough about it that him and I could play the card game together. So basically what I did is I tried to teach them not just how to collect the cards, but also, Hey, this oh. is a game, right? Right. So basically, so what I did is we, we had, well, I keep saying I'm going to teach my kid how to play that game, but well, it's I a cool, done it yet. it's a cool game. I mean, it is a fun game. Yeah. I've, I've played it once or twice with like my nephew who's really into it, but, Right. And the amount of math that's involved with it too. So like, yeah, we're doing, but it's a card game. You gotta, you gotta deduct the amount of damage that's 
taken. You got to figure out if there was a resistance or whatever. You have to figure out all this stuff, but everything's laid out. I think part of the reason why my seven-year-old son can read as well as he can right now is because he like sat there looking at the cards, like reading the cards, seeing what it can do or the amount of damage and whatnot. So, but anyway, with that group, so what I did is Authentic I just came reason to, to read Yeah, exactly. I came up with a plan to basically have, I had all the kids make their game mats where they put their cards, their deck, where they put their discarded, discarded cards, where they put their active Pokemon, all that stuff. So we made the mat where they, now they know where to at least place their cards if they do end up playing. But like I said, going back to it, most of the kids are just collecting them, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. I sent them with a number like, Hey, this is about how many Pokemon you want in a deck. And then we talked about, you know, it can't be this type or this type. If you're focused on a certain type, then you need to stay with that. I, I told them about how many energy cards they need, about how many um, uh, trainer cards they need. So they have to, now that this is what I said, it's almost like homework sending them out. I gave them a sheet. I said, this is about what you need in a deck if you do want to play the game. I don't know if they'll all do it, but I might, I told them, I said, you come back to me next week or the week after or whatever and you bring me that deck of cards and you show it to me we'll look over it together and say hey yeah this looks good or hey you have this one in here that really can't do anything because you can't evolve them to that point or whatever so a little bit of homework piece but it's fun it's their interest right so that's the whole premise of it is like i kind of pick something that i know the kids would be interested in already but also something that i i can share interests with them i can talk to them about it and i can use their lingo and their language with it because i have experience with it that's that's like oh could be a whole episode with all four of you or, or the whole site team like that's right. actually doing stuff right there yeah no exactly and like i said going back like there's a vision in mind right we gotta think big and have a vision of like all of the kids in the school filling out the same form and then we're dispersing and I might have third graders in my room with first graders or kindergartners or whatever. And all then I, then I have the opportunity of now we're creating a community of kids that now the kids that were in my room for room for Pokemon today, they were from three or four different classrooms. Now they have a common interest with each other, right? They know that, Hey, I, I remember seeing you, when we were talking about the Pokemon cards, I remember looking at your Pokemon cards that you had. So if we were able to get some groups in there that have, Hey, kindergartner, I remember you, you were there. Hey, you're the one that had this or whatever. So you're creating that connection between them too. So the interest is, is doing more than just getting them in a room, having fun together. That's outstanding. I'm excited to hear you. You could tell me more about the vision right there, right? Like, what are you adding grade levels as you go one at a time? You said this is a pilot. Yeah, well, how are you going to stage it out? Going back to kind of how I started, like, my third grade team is one of the most flexible groups in the district, maybe in all of teaching. I could put it out there for that, (laughs) but like, we, we, we heard that this was something that we were looking at doing at the site team. And then basically Zach and I were like, yeah, we'll do it. And we like Volan told the other two, like, Hey, we're going to do this. Cause 
It sounds cool. Now at least we can go back and report because there were some people that were on the fence about is it something that we want to do? Do I want to plan another lesson? You know, you have those people that are nervous about like, is this more work that that we're adding on top of what we're already doing? And yeah, maybe if you think about it that way, but really actually you plan one interest group, you could teach it four different times every quarter as the year goes on, right? So you plan one thing and it and it covers four hours of instruction. So hopefully we can talk to the people. We can get every more people on board as we go. I think the next bet would probably be to, to pull in the second grade, just kind of work our way down. That'd probably be the best thing to do. Yeah. But what's well, well, exciting news? Yeah. We can, I, are you going to be writing a news story up about this or putting it on the we website? Should. or Maybe we should. I, I, to be honest with you, didn't take any pictures today. So. What's the next? The next, the next one, one? Right, right before winter break, we'll do another one. Okay. All so, right. Yeah, maybe well, at that. Let point. me know. I'll, I'll come take some photos. Yeah, that'd be great. So going back to it, so we are recording this podcast, and it is um, the week of a, a Turkey Day, right? So, um, what's your plans for the weekend, Dana? I am excited and looking forward to all kinds of activity. Uh, this week uh we're tomorrow i'll get to see my grandma um it's always just i'm always thankful for a chance to see her she's getting up there in age and she's still uh she's still doing really well and we're going to meet her at a restaurant and then i'll be hanging out with my some of my cousins and aunts and uncles you know the regular thing and then yeah. spending the night at my parents place we're going to go to i'm taking the kids to great wolf lodge on friday so what what's and great what's Great Wolf Lodge? Great Wolf Lodge. I don't know if I could summarize the whole experience in one thing, but first of all, it's a water park. It's a hotel water park combo. But then they also have this like uh, RPG thing where the kids get wands and they walk around and there's like an augmented reality thing where they're pointing their wand at wand at different objects throughout the hotel and they level up their character sweet yeah we've been there one other time the kids absolutely loved it yeah sounds exciting and then we're capping it off on sunday with a, a visit to, to the timberwolves was it the target center to watch the timberwolves and the defending nba world champion golden state warriors oh it's always fun to bring the kids to those sporting events the high priority sporting events so they can see not just the team that they enjoy right but and your your son might like the golden state warriors more than yeah that's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at least if you can get you can get you're close enough that you can see these people and see how real they actually are that's pretty cool yeah. It sounds like an eventful weekend. Yeah, should be good. Yeah. So like how about you? Um, well, similar in the fact that I will be seeing family. Um my family lives close by, so I do see them frequent enough, but um it is like you said, it's always great to see the people that um like my grandma, I bet our grandparents are probably around the same age. My grandma, we get to spend time with her tomorrow morning, and then we get to 
um, go and see my wife's family who we see quite often, but again, it's always good. And it's, it's the best thing about it is even though we see each other very frequently, probably more so than a lot of families, but conversations always different, right? We have things to talk about and you always come out of something with, with more. So like you said, it's something to be thankful for, to have, have your family around you. Um, and hopefully if you don't, you have close friends. Um, I've never had a Friendsgiving. Have you had a Friendsgiving? We have friends miss actually. Oh, okay. So we have, uh, our group of friends that we've been, well, it's like the Minnesota thing, right? Like you have your group of friends that you've kept forever since high school. And sometimes it's hard to let other people in. So we have our group of people. It's, and my, my wife and I were friends prior to our marriage or even dating and our friends are friends or my friends are her or married to her friends or whatever. Like it's just a big, huge group of people that have been together forever. We, every year, a lot of times we have a, we have a, like a theme to our friends miss party and we get oh, together. You guys are nerds. You are nerds. Totally. It's, but it's, <laughs> it's a blast. And now we're all like to the age of, you know, we all have families and children. So all the grandparents are busy that weekend because they all have our kids <laughs> But it's a one night deal. It usually rotates from house to house and and we host it. Everybody makes a meal. We have a potluck and play some games and have fun. So that's the friends miss deal. And usually you'll probably see pictures. We had one that was like a formal. Um and I was wearing a Canadian tuxedo the whole time. So that was good. A Canadian tuxedo. That there's a joke. Do you know what a Canadian tuxedo is? I, I feel like I should. <laughs> I feel like I really should. And when you tell me what it is, I will remember. But I think our listening audience needs to know. Uh, a Canadian tuxedo is jean jacket and jeans. And, and a mullet. Well, my wife won't let me have a mullet. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. She won't let me. So you left you have that terrible mustache, but you I got rid of it. Can't have I shaved a... <laughs> it before before the month was over. I shaved it. I got ridiculed. Yeah. I got ridiculed. I uh, it's good, man. That's that's a great mustache. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll never be able to grow great facial hair, but during the month of November, I will always start with a mustache because it's November. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, we were planning on keeping this a little shorter today because, uh, well, we had things to talk about and I do, I would like some feedback. If there's anybody in our listening audience that has ever dabbled in the interest groups or something similar to what I had explained earlier in the podcast, I'd like to hear what you do at your own buildings um, to make it yours because um, as you know, in education, one of the best things you can do is quote unquote steal from others because um, other people have ideas and and most of the time an educator is definitely willing to share it. So if you've ever done anything similar to what I did or what our school did, share something with me, reach out. Cause uh, it's definitely in the works and it's in the making, but like you said, it's a pilot program. We're, we're making sure that it works for us and then we'll expand it moving forward. So, but Happy Turkey Day to everybody that's listening. And same to you, Dana. Thanks for getting on here with me today and spending a little bit of time. Appreciate every yeah. moment that we get. Yeah, it's great to be here. And 
Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, you're 40. Why are you hanging out with a 30-year-old? <laughs>